When it comes to Chicago's rock and roll DJs, none are as famous as Dick Biondi, whose radio career has spanned more than six decades. Biondi was there for the birth of rock and roll, introduced the Beatles and Rolling Stones, and was the voice of Chicago radio for many, including my guest today, Pam Police. Pam is working on a documentary about Dick Biondi and has a fundraising event this week in order to help raise a few bucks to help finish the film. Enjoy. This is the guy where all this rock and roll was born in the CFL days, and the WLS AM days. He has been in the business a long time, and he's proud to say he's been fired 25 times. A Chicago legend. Put your hands together for the one and only Dick Biondi. This is Twilight Trillion, Dick Biondi. Browsers are red, violets are blue. If I don't read a commercial, the boss says I'm through. Who is that? Is he on something? He, he was an early rebel. How many guys do you know that have been fired 25 times from any job? On top of a pizza. People had sent him pizzas in the mail. He was there for everybody. Elvis, the Beatles. Dick Biondi was the first guy to play a Beatle record in America. He was in the recording studio when the Stones did Satisfaction. He would break all of our records. Back in the 60s, there'd be a thousand kids waiting to meet Dick Biondi. He's amazing. Amazing that he's still on the air, still doing what he's doing. Let's have three hours of rockin' and rollin'. Dick Biondi, the American rock and roll disc jockey. Hi everybody, I'm Dick Biondi. I'm sure you guys are having a lot of fun. In the early 60s, like most teens, I had my radio glued to my ear, listening to rock and roll, teen news, and my favorite disc jockey, Dick Biondi. Dick was more than a DJ, he was our friend. I've always wanted to tell Dick's story and the impact he had on the music and the people of my generation. Because for me, and for millions of baby boomers growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, Dick Biondi was the voice in our cars, the voice under our pillows, and the voice that rocked America. <laughs> Pamela Police, how are you today? I'm fine. Thanks so much for having me on your show, Tommy. I oh, listen, I'm tickled. I've been trying for a while to get you on. So tell the audience about your uh, project and uh, how we can help make it a reality. When I was 13 years old, I heard this crazy distracty on the radio. And of course, we all had our transistor radios under our pillow back in those days because there were no you know, iPods, there were no uh, cell phones, there was no internet, and there was no satellite. So we all had our transistor radios under our pillow, and we heard this crazy distracty screaming out of our radio and all the kids went wild especially me because I was just like taken by this man uh he was just so goofy and he was uh so unique and he was actually uh somebody who changed the way radio was being done he is a trendsetter and he's uh, I think a lot of people don't realize the impact that Biondi has had on generations of people and radio uh, personalities going forward he was kind of the first little rebel guy that came out and got all us teenagers turning into rebels, uh, whether that's good or bad, you know, you could be the judge, but uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And uh, anyway, I started a fan club for Dick and I got to know him very well, been friends with him my whole life and always wanted to tell a story. And finally, when I retired, um, I had 
been dabbling in video production towards the end of my career and I loved it. It was like I just turned on when I discovered video. And Dick knew I was sending Dick my little videos and stuff and he was saying how much he loved them. And so I finally worked up the courage one day to ask him, can I tell your story? And I, I couldn't believe it when he said yes, because I don't think he said yes to anybody else. And that was quite an honor. And uh, so anyway, I started this project in 2014. And here we are in 2022. And I'm almost finished with the project. I'm still trying to raise money. And that's why we're having this big fundraiser coming up next Thursday, June 16th. And uh, we have a rain date because this is an outdoor concert. But this is called Cruising with the Legends of Rock. And we've got the Cave Dwellers, which is Chicago original uh, garage band, uh, the original garage band, probably the earliest one. And there's still these guys, there's uh, three members that are original members are still performing today. It's pretty incredible. So they're, they're our, uh, our band, but we've also got special guest artists. We've got from the New Colony Six, which were just inducted into the Illinois Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a week or so ago. I was there. I was so happy for them, so excited. And we've got two members of the New Colony that are performing at our event. Ray Graffia and Bruce Matting. And now we've got the Mr. Jimmy Sons, the bad boy of rock and roll, who is known for his big hit, Gloria, which is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that song. It's like the national, the rock and roll anthem, I guess they call it. But Jimmy's going to perform a whole lot of songs. And uh, we've also got Joe Cantafio, who is wonderful entertainer, awesome singer, He's going to tell some beyond you stories too. Dean Milano and Keith Grant are going to come up and do some stuff. So we've got all kinds of things planned. And um, this is an outdoor concert, by the way. So we were encouraging people to bring their own chair. And uh, we have a rain date in case there's, you know, weather isn't so good. But it, so far, it's looking great. Our rain date is the following Thursday, which is June 23rd. We are just so excited about this. You know who's hosting this for me? The Lamont Classic Car Club. <laughs> look at that. My hometown of Lamont, Illinois. Oh so gosh. I don't think you've said where the event is taking place. Oh, it's going to be out at Connell's Farm. And that's at 16849 South Cedar Road in Homer Glen. Very and if nice. you haven't been out there, that's well, a pretty cool Listen, place. Homer Glen is uh, where I used to get in trouble when uh, in high school before it was Homer Glen. So I know <laughs> Homer Glen quite well. Uh, the timing on the event is... It's next Thursday, uh, June 16th, and it goes from 5 to 9 p.m. Gates open at 4 o'clock. It's only $10 at the gate, cash. And the proceeds go to help you finish your film, right? All the proceeds are going to the Dick Biondi Project. I don't uh, know how you talked all these people into stepping in. You know what? I didn't talk them into it. They came to me. They said, we want to help you. I'm like, really? Oh, my God. That's really nice. And so did all those artists, too. All the artists have offered to do this. I didn't come and ask them. They offered. And I'm just so grateful. That's that's really amazing. Well, tell me a little bit. So you uh, you grew up in Chicago, obviously. What what neighborhood did did you grow up in? I grew up in the suburbs, the western suburbs of Villa Park. Lovely Villa Park. Sure. And, and a Dick Biondi fan. And you started the fan club when? When you were 30? Yeah, I was uh, 14. I, I was kidding. Maybe I was 13. I was 13 when I first heard Dick and met him. I met him at the local shopping center. And that's when I decided right there 
because he was so kind and so nice and warm. And he was asking about all of his kids. And I said to myself, holy cow, this guy is really a, a good guy. He's special. Because, you know, he was number one disc jockey in America at that time. I sure. did not know this. Well, I for, for people was... who don't know Dick Biondi, and, and, you know, I could go into all of his uh, many uh, accomplishments, but as my friend John Lyons, who wrote a book about the Beatles in uh, Chicago in the 1960s, joined Fear, um, Dick Biondi, first person to play the Beatles in Chicago, basically gave them their foot in the door. I mean, if that doesn't get you into many halls of fame, uh, nothing, really nothing will. But um, I was also trying to explain to my youngest how DJs used to be like rock stars. And, and I think it really kind of shows with what you're saying. I mean, DJs would show up at malls and people would go completely crazy. It sounds like you got that bug uh, early as well. I sure did. And you were so right. DJs were bigger stars than the actual performers many times, and especially Dick Biani. He could really draw thousands and thousands of people to come out to anything that he did. And uh, he promoted so many artists in his career. Well, it's funny when uh, you and I first came to know each other a couple months back, I, I honestly thought to myself, wait, no one has done a Dick Biondi film yet, a documentary, something explaining this guy. How can that be? And I thought, well, I'm glad there's, there's Pamela. She's going to do it. So Thursday night in Homer Glen, uh, there is a, a link down in the show's notes if you guys are interested in learning more about the film or uh, attending the event. And then closer to release date, I'm going to have you back because I think you're delightful. And then we can talk more about Dick Biondi, more about the film, more about the creative process and all that. Oh, and, I appreciate uh, It's going to be amazing. Pam, where is the best place for people to get information about the film? The best place is to go to my website, dickbiondifilm.com. And right there, you'll see our little poster with all the information about the event coming up. And then yet there's also buttons there for people to visit our Facebook page or our Twitter feed or whatever. There's even a donate button. If anybody is, wants to help us out, <laughs> go to dickbiondifilm.com. And that's spelled B-I-O-N-D-I. Dick Biondi, the greatest top 40 disc jockey in history. <laughs> 